This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you, as always, for joining me and making this a part of your morning routine. It is very much appreciated. Um, we are here. We're at the weekend. We're, we're back. Football is here. And uh, I am very excited to get back into the swing of things and to start looking at uh, an Arsenal fixture again. It is really, really just a relief sometimes to see an international break end. And we kick off, of course, by saying a massive thank you. We did indeed uh, achieve our target of hitting more than 1,000 likes on every single one of our 8am shows over the course of this international break, a crazy, it is kind of crazy. It's silly really like to, to, to do what we did um, because the, <laughs> the idea of, of having this level of engagement from you guys over a period, which we know is notorious for just being a bit dull and drab, but we did it. And I think we're together as a community. It shows once again, the power of what we have here as a, as a collective. So thank you to everybody that contributed. Thank you to everybody that continued to, to help the show and to uh, support it. And with that, of course, it does mean that over this weekend we'll be releasing our tickets tomorrow uh, for the live event in February. So keep your eyes peeled. I'll be giving you more information tomorrow morning show about when the tickets will be dropping specifically. I'm going to try and drop them at the best possible time so that all time zones are, you know, are open to it. I'm well aware that mostly people in the UK will be those that are attending. But if anyone is over during February 22nd from somewhere in the world and would like to come along to our event um that's when it'll be so uh, i'm still going to try and drop the tickets for the event uh so you can join us in person in london in february with me and some fantastic guests talking all things arsenal playing some games having a great time and, and meeting plenty of you as well so those tickets will be coming out tomorrow so make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that let's say good morning to those joining us though in the chat box today uh old dave glenn temi maximius damian peter nsw old dave stevie uh, we've got Keith and Mark and Ryan and Matt G. We've got uh, Amira, Johnny, Pam, Barry, Carlton, uh, Jimbo. We've got Ray. We've got Wagner, Rancid. Plenty more 
of you as well joining us in the chat. Thank you so much, guys, for doing so. It means the absolute world, as always. Um, and do drop a like. I mean, let's keep these likes going. Let's let's. I mean, why? Who who wants to stop now? Like, I mean, we could just continue. So, if you want to help us to one k every day, um, that'd be amazing. So, yeah, just keep it going. Don't let up. Keep smashing it. Keep helping us. Keep pushing the channel um and helping it to succeed and uh we will be forever ever grateful uh, if you want to read or rather watch or listen to i don't know how you would read it but you can certainly listen and watch back our preview show uh, that we did yesterday uh, i was joined by a fantastic cast of guests kian garrett uh, and dan joined me to have a chat about the game as arsenal traveled to the gtech community stadium for a, a, a must-win game it is without a doubt a must-win fixture because this weekend's fixtures are very, very interesting indeed. Um, and we have two big six, or I say big six, top five uh, at the moment uh, in terms of the table facing one another. Let's have a quick read through which games are on today. So at 12.30, we've got Manchester City against Liverpool in the biggest game of the day by far. Then we have Burnley against West Ham United. Luton against Crystal Palace. Newcastle United against Chelsea. Nottingham Forest against Brighton, Sheffield United against Bournemouth. They're all the 3 p.m. kickoffs. Finally, a day where we've got a lot of 3 p.m. kickoffs. And then lastly, ending the day with Brentford against Arsenal. And then tomorrow, we have Spurs against Villa, Everton against Manchester United, and Fulham against Wolves on Monday. So lots of action today. It's good to be involved and in the in the like the you know the real mix of things uh, on a Saturday and getting plenty of 3 p.m.s through. Fantastic stuff. So, yeah, really, really positive indeed. Um, into our stories, Kieran Tierney has returned to uh, Real Sociedad training uh, after a bit of an injury layoff. Uh, he'd suffered a problem which had kept him out of the last fair few games, to be fair. He'd almost just arrived before getting, <laughs> getting, uh, uh, getting injured once again. Very, very frustrating for him. It's, where we, where we very much know he's continuing to suffer with these problems. One of the reasons why Arsenal were willing to let him go. And that's happened again at Real Sociedad. But he is back on the training field. He is closing in on a return. And hopefully he can succeed and continue to raise his profile because Arsenal could do with getting a significant fee for him in the summer. That's what we hope uh, at least will happen. According to Sam Dean, uh, the Telegraph, Ivan Tony will not be making a move to Arsenal in January. Arsenal are intent on looking at midfielders. Midfielders, I've talked about on the channel before, are the priority. That is where Arsenal would like to strengthen during the window because we have a lot of options to play centre-forward because we've got Jesus and Enketia and Havertz and Trossard uh, that can all play in that centre-forward position. So, bringing in uh, a centre-forward in a window in which doesn't present with too many options, it was never really going to be a likely outcome. And so, therefore, the summer, I think, is where we're much more likely to see Arsenal look to invest as a centre-forward. But a midfielder is certainly what Arsenal needs and what we want and what hopefully we will get. So let's wait and see what happens. But the main focus of this morning's show is, of course, to react and break down Mikel Arteta's press conference from yesterday. Uh, talking specifically on the latest team news and if Odegaard will be available, he said, hopefully, yes, we have another training session today, but he's been progressing well and hopefully he will be available. About the concussion protocols, he said, yes, because we didn't know how many days he'd be out for. It depends on certain things. And at the end, he got more delayed than we wanted, but we have to protect 
the player. He was asked about Gabriel Jesus and he said he's available. He played 96 minutes in a really competitive match. We have another session. They had a long flight and I had to see the conditions of every single player to make the final call on the lineup, which is why those stories that you saw creeping into the kind of the mainstream and the social media through the week about Carl Hines starting this game, I always knew were certainly not accurate because Arteta doesn't choose his teams until within about 24 hours of kickoff, sometimes slightly earlier, but usually it's about 24 hours before the game actually kicks off so the players know who is playing uh, in those final hours. And he was asked if Aaron Ramsdale would start and he said yes. Uh, he was also asked further on Ramsdale and he said when there was kind of a difference in the player's mood when he knows that he's starting. And he said, no, I think every player is willing to play. They're all excited to play. They're always expecting to play. Sometimes there's disappointment the day before or a few hours before the match, but every player is willing to play. Uh, and on whether Ramsdale will play on Wednesday and if he has an amazing game and saves a couple of penalties, he said, uh, hopefully he doesn't need to stop two penalties and he does have an amazing game. I can't foresee a world where Ramsdale having a great game means that he plays against Lons on Wednesday. It just doesn't feel like that is in the rhetoric right now for, for Ramsdale. It doesn't seem like it's in the mind of Arteta and that as soon as Raya can play, Raya will play. That seems to be the case. Um, that's not necessarily the right way to go about it, but let's hope that he does have a great game today, Ramsdale. Let's hope that he does have a top performance and make some great saves and his, his distribution and passing is also really good and to a point where maybe he'll stop and have a chat after the game. That would be quite nice. He's also asked about Ben White's fitness as well. Uh, he said, again, hopefully if he's available to train today, he'll be available to play. It's a question mark to be resolved in the next few hours. It's always the way that the press conference is before the last training session. So it's always a difficult one to know the complete story when it comes to team news. And I think Arteta prefers it that way. I've always had this theory that the press conference is sometimes scheduled to be before the last training session. So that, ex not excuse, but that reason can be given to not give away too much about the team news because there's always that answer of, well, we have another training session. He was also asked about Urien Timber and about how he's integrated into the team in terms of being injured and how he is around the club. And he says, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. If you talk to anyone in that building, everybody gets close to him. Uh, will tell you he's a really special guy. We were really impressed when we signed him. Sometimes when you see the player live in your environment playing and training, we went, wow, we have an incredible player. He's had a big setback and a difficult moment to go through, and he's been really special in the way that he's handled the situation. Really special. And uh, if they expect to see him on the grass soon, he said, well, I hope so. He's been out for a few walks out on the field. He's still a bit far from competing, but he's in a good place. So that's good. Uh, he was obviously asked about the the charge and the specific chat around the the fact that he has been charged by the FA um, and if the club had sent observations from Anthony Gordon's goal against Arsenal to the FA and he said yes we have we tried to give our points and the reasons why there's not a lot more I can comment on on the process of how it was handled he says there is a process and when you get asked to give your observations and explain yourself you have to do it in the right way we have a mechanism and the process is in place to do that let's see what happens um obviously i think that the the lack of a charge for roberto de Zerbi is just the greatest of ironies and hypocrisies and contradictions that there are it is kind of ridiculous um to think that de Zerbi wasn't charged or maybe it's more ridiculous to think why arteta was um he was further asked about uh that situation um and whether they will contest the charge. He says, we've been asked to give our observations, our opinions to run through everything that's happened on the day. 
and that's it. So he wasn't really up for discussing too much. Uh, he was asked about Edu winning the Best Sporting Director Award. And he says, I'm really grateful for him, for the club, for the setup that we have and the enjoyment that we have working together. I think he fully deserves it. I think he's been instrumental in the way that we have changed recruiting in the last few years. And hopefully we can get awards in terms of titles now which is the next step. And on Everton's 10-point deduction, he says, I feel very connected to the club. It's a very difficult moment and that obviously puts the club in a difficult position, but they've been in many other difficult positions and always find a way to get out. If there is a question, if there is a quality that I think describes the club, it's the courage, determination and the fight that they will fight against anything and I wish them the best. So it's interesting to see whether or not we have any kind of fallout from this in regarding to other teams that are currently being investigated. Chelsea, Man City, Tottenham, of course, also facing some investigations, it seems, too. So that's very, very interesting. Um, and just a final thing on Jorginho, because there's been rumours about his contract extension not being decided until February. Arteta said, you know, I don't discuss these things here, but I'm really happy with Georgie. I think we all are. He contributes to make the team better. Let's see. Uh, and on when a decision will be made on that, he said that's a question for Edu or somebody else. So... The deflection in full force there. But uh, lots of information you can read, of, of course, the full transcript of that on the Football London website. You can watch the press conference on the Arsenal Way YouTube channel as well. So I recommend doing that. There's also the embargoed section that was later in the night released. You can watch that as well on the Arsenal Way, I believe, as well. So make sure that you go and catch up and get all of the words of the manager into your mind ahead of today's game against Brentford. Right, let's go to the part two then and your questions right after this. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, let's uh, let's go into the chat, shall we? And uh, tackle as many of your questions as we can in the first or the next 15 minutes. I'm actually going to be able to get out and play a little bit of golf this morning for the first time in a long time. I've not been able to get out and, and hit those balls uh, for quite some time. So I am really going to be able to... I'm taking advantage of that this morning before heading off to, to some work in the afternoon. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. But it does mean that we're going to have a quick fire through all of these. Um, Darren says, Tom, that calling show was handled by yourself very well. The amount of times that you had to bite your tongue, it's a wonder you didn't bleed. Um, it's, it's actually a good experience for me doing those. I really enjoy phone-ins. I enjoy the concept of those. I'm, I'm well aware that you're going to face challenging calls sometimes when you have those phone-in shows. So it is good experience. Presenting, uh, hosting is one of my favorite things uh, to do. So it's good experience, Darren. And I'm glad that you think that we did a good job. Um, Jan says, uh, or Jan says, hey, Tom, first time watching this live. I've been listening to TGT for a while on Spotify. Come on, you gooners, all the way from the Philippines. Jan, thank you so much uh, for, first of all, listening all the way from the Philippines. Fantastic. Um, and that you're tuning in on YouTube to see this ugly mug for the first time. 
as well. Uh, Arasilki, happy birthday to Shari. Is it Shari's birthday in the chat? Shari letting us know it's, it's their birthday. Um, I hope you have a fantastic day, Shari. Enjoy yourself and uh, well wishes to you and yours uh, on what is your day. Uh, Aiden says, uh, how would you rate a transfer window where we get a Zubamendi slash Fafana and a Partey slash Vlahovic loan slash swap until the summer? I'd, I'd rate it pretty darn highly, to be fair. I think that would be an unbelievably good January window, to be fair, Aiden. Um, you're getting in a midfielder that's going to be more reliable in terms of appearances and attendance than Partey. You're getting in a, a centre-forward to add more, even though it's only a loan, you know, and then I guess you can kind of test out whether Vlaovic is the right player for us or not. So that'd be an excellent window, uh, an absolutely excellent window. Pear says, what's your, your handicap? I've been, only, I've been playing for a year, and I think my handicap's around 30. So... Uh, consider I've only been playing a year and I was completely cold going into it. I'll I'll take that. Um, I'd love it to be, you know, in the teens, but uh, yeah, it's I'm well aware it's a it's a long haul this golf thing, and you got to stick at it. Um, you got to stick at it to to get better. Um, Amira says, "Have you seen the comments Eddie Howe made regarding wanting tougher punishments for managers who abuse referees?" What a hypocrite! <laughs> I haven't actually. Um, so I hope I really do hope that the right punishments are kind of dealt out. And what I mean by that is that if you are punished by the FA for doing what Arteta has done, that it's consistent. I just want consistency. I just want to see, I just want to see the right punishments dealt out consistently and across the board. If you're going to charge Arteta, you have to charge De Zerbi. You have to charge Pochettino. And the fact that they've not done that it just highlights an inconsistency. It highlights a, you know, it highlights a real problem that's that's ongoing. And for me, the Arsenal are getting the opposite of what's preferential treatment. Somebody, I think, in the comment section yesterday called it oppressive treatment. Um, it just seems to be Arsenal being singled out, and there's not too much evidence to go against the idea that Arsenal being singled out at this moment in time. Uh, Nathan says, Hey Tom, hey everyone. Do you know what exactly the punishment for Arteta is? I know he's been charged, but I can't find the punishment. It's not been decided yet. Um, he was given an extension on how long he had to respond to the charge. We will find out that in due course. I hope that it's only like a one game touchline ban or a fine or something. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna happen. He's gonna get a punishment from as far as we're aware. So yeah, let's let's wait and see. Uh, John says Tom Golf is the most frustrating game in the world, and it will drive you crazy. But there's always a shot or two around in which you'll remember, and that's what keeps you coming back. Indeed. Um, J.K. Neasy says my friend won two tickets through his work. Um, I'm going to my first league game. Where's the best to go for a pint before the match uh, for the Wolves game? Uh, there's a number of places. It depends on on what you you know. If you if you don't like busy crowds, like it's difficult to find one. But if you're if you're happy to to be amongst it, obviously the Tonnington's usually where I and other people have gone on a, on a match day before or after. You've got twelve pins as well. Um, there's a number of ones as well. Uh, let's go to uh, defenses in trouble. Says why do some journalists sound condescending towards Arteta? Always trying to get a reaction out of him. I can't speak on the behalf of of who else asked their questions. Um, I mean, coming from the perspective of someone who asks Arteta questions, like. He's often quite cold <laughs> in his responses. So I guess I think that maybe there could be an argument that relationship needs build, building up more between Arteta and the and the journalists. I think recently he's definitely got better um, in, in answering the questions, in 
being a bit more uh what's the word um engaging i suppose with those that ask the questions but sometimes it's difficult you don't if you don't want, you're not the you're not their friend you're not there to be their friend in the press conference you're there to ask tough questions um and you're there to ask questions that are designed to to get an answer so i'm sure that the i the idea isn't to come across condescending even though that some people like yourself may interpret it that way it's the questions are designed to get the best possible answer but i can only do what i do you know i can't speak for other people um and what they do is you know it's, it's it's it is what it is regarding how other people decide to approach their their questions and they should be entitled to ask their questions how they choose because they've earned the right to be in that room and, and ask those questions uh john says tom do you think that kai will start today or is he going to be on the bench i think there's a good chance he might start fabio vieira being suspended obviously means makes it less of a choice you've got Jorginho and rice maybe to play together um i'd like to see rice havertz and Odegaard play together again that's that's what i would personally go with in midfield but i know some people would rather see Jorginho, rice and Odegaard start the game today uh agmel says he wants to see a city and spurs defeat for me over the weekend that'd be great i think you know draws in both are absolutely fine as well um so let's let's wait and see um Let's go to Rob Bob says a uh, bit of advice for a seven handicapper. Practice your little chips from around the green. You're likely to play to you're likely to play that shot the most over 18 holes. If you can get up and down more often, you'll take more shots off. Yeah, uh, it's it's for sure. And also like three putting has been a big problem. And I think like as I've, I've got there, if you can try to focus on just getting the ball near the hole and then putt it. I found that that takes loads of shots off my score in the end. So, but thank you for the tip, Rob. Very much appreciated. Uh, Anza says, uh, would you take a player like Fabian Ruiz on loan or even a full transfer? Fabian Ruiz has not necessarily, I don't think, kicked on loads since moving to PSG. I think the time to get him would have been when he was at Napoli. Um, I think that time has probably moved on. I think we've probably moved on from that now. Uh, Maximir says, hey, Tom, considering that we're going into Arteta's 200th matches and Arsenal boss, uh, what's your best and worst memories of his tenure? I'm guessing the worst is probably the defeat against Villarreal. It's difficult to not think it was that. That was the moment where, in my mind, I was like, I don't know how this can carry on. I don't know how you can continue. I don't know how any other club would not have moved on from their manager at that point. And that's why I did that show that you are alluding to where I said, you know, Arteta should be sacked at this point. I don't, in in the sense of, I don't know which teams would not have sacked him in that moment. I don't know which other Premier League club in the big six wouldn't have got rid of the coach then. But thankfully, Arsenal have a lot more patience, a lot more belief than I did in that moment and carried on with him and proved, and he's gone and proved me and countless others wrong. I remember our chat boxes used to be a real dire place back then. Like like that season, what was it, 20... 21 22 uh, no it was was it 21 22 or 2021 um with the Villarreal season it was it was bad it was really bad i think it was the 2021 season because 21 22 was the amazon season 22 23 was last season 23 24 this season so yeah the 2021 season um it was really bad that year that was an awful season for us and i know a lot went wrong and things didn't go our way and there are other things going on during that period, but yeah, really, really 
really tough um that one uh, emerson says do you plan your ad transitions or are you just generally a smooth guy <laughs> i don't plan them no i usually just do them off the bat um and just see what i'm talking about at the moment i need to go into the ad um for those listening on audio platforms you won't know what i'm talking about unless you listen on youtube because i edit out the ads for the audio platforms um for um sponsorship agreement reasons um but uh yeah i, I don't plan them. <laughs> they're just off the cuff and sometimes they're good sometimes they're not so good um but uh, i think that makes them better when they work uh Fuad says hey so i'm just wondering out of the 10 how would you rate Arte oh sorry i didn't even say what arteta's best moment is did i i'll come back to your question for it in a second but what was my best arteta moment um it's difficult not to think about the fa cup victory in some ways because the fa cup like when he won that first trophy was so, so big of an achievement for a manager that had just come into his first job, had taken a completely fractured team that was full of misfits in some ways and, you know, potential, but a lot of players that were not going to be in his long-term plans. And to get an FA Cup from that group was an amazing, amazing achievement. So the FA Cup is still, I think, probably, because it's a trophy, the best moment of his Arsenal career. But you have to look at last season as a, as a collective season and think about the progression uh, that we made in that last season and took us from a place where we were just kind of battling for Champions League to being guaranteed as a side that are going to get Champions League, but be pushing on to bigger and better things. So I have to say it's got to be the FA Cup. But yes, uh, sorry, Fuad, for skipping over your question. And sorry to Maximius for forgetting the second part. Uh, but Fuad said, hey, Tom, just wondering out of 10, how would you rate Arteta's overall tenure so far? leaning into his 200th game as Arsenal manager. I think it's got to be an eight. It, it has to be an eight for me. Like the way in which we've taken the club forwards, taken it to a place where I never thought we would be getting into this early in a new manager's tenure. And those people would be like, what do you mean this early? It's been four years now of Arteta. Um, you joined us in 2019, December. It's now December 2023. And we've only won one major trophy in the FA Cup. And I understand that, but it always was for me about taking Arsenal back to where they deserve to be, which is competing for the best and the biggest honours in football. And we are doing that. We did it last season in the Premier League when no one thought we would. And this season, the expectation is for us to challenge and compete again. So it has to be an 8 out of 10 for me. I know some people might say it's a 7 or lower. I just think the, the, the disrespect um, that, that Mikel Arteta gets and the... The, underrate, the underrating that he gets from so many is still way, way over the top. And he deserves a lot more than he gets. Uh, Marcus says, 7 or 8 iron. Depends on where from. Uh, pitch and wedge or sandwich. Better options. Advice from two pros at lessons. Um, it does depend on where from. It depends on what type of golfer you are as well. Some clubs will suit one player different to another. Uh, yeah, and thank you so much for becoming a new member and welcome to the TGT family. Uh, one of those that's listened on audio platforms and hopped over to YouTube. Uh, you can join our Discord server if you are indeed a uh, TGT expert member or ambassador. Um, so welcome to the family. And uh, I yeah hope that you enjoy your time here with uh, others as well. Um, let's go to boom 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 uh chris says tom best arteta moment after the fa cup would be the size of his cojones and the way that he got rid of Ozil and co what other manager would have dared to do that especially one so young in their career he has shown his principles he's shown his um his philosophy and it's his way or the highway which is in some ways great in some ways it can have drawbacks but i think that there's certainly 
it's worthy of praise how he's stuck with what he believes in uh, as a coach. And that's that's obviously very, very important to do as a, as a coach. Uh, Fouaz says, actually, I also said eight as well due to the amount of deadwood that he had to deal with and transform his squads. Yeah, that as well. Like the level of turnover, the transformation of the team of a coach in four years is is mad, is crazy. Like the player, like Ozil, your Mustafi, your Kalasnach, your Bamiangs, Lacazette. Um, the, the level of turnover in these four years to transform the squad, not even in four, in three years to turn this squad into what it is now has been an, an amazing piece of footballing architecture if you like it's been an amazing journey that we've been on so far and i'm looking forward to seeing where it goes and i'm hoping it wins us something it deserves to so yeah let's wait and see uh, bad says given the fact that Vieira and kivior are both being linked to loan moves uh, how do you feel about their impact so far and have these transfers been value for money in your opinion uh, it's difficult to argue that Vieira has been value for money uh, 34 million pounds is a lot of money and he's not had the impact i think that we would have liked maybe a loan move is the right one to have i mean 34 million pounds in the context of 2023 doesn't seem that high but for a club like arsenal we don't sign loads of players for 34 million pounds and above we do more so now than we ever did before but i still think 34 million pounds puts Vieira among some of the biggest signings that we have made um and it's not worked yet hopefully it does but maybe alone is the right way forwards but i have a two season rule and i think that if Vieira doesn't work out, we should be looking maybe to think about what happens with him next and where he goes next after this season. And regarding Kivior, it's, it's too early. Um, it's far too early. For this position where he's in in the squad and what he's shown so far, I have been impressed with what I've seen of Kivior and the little uh, cameos that we've seen from him. I like Kivior. Uh, and my understanding is that the club have no intention of, of letting him go. So... I don't. It's different when it's a defender that's got a battle with the likes of Gabriel and Saliba and Zinchenko and Tomiyasu and why. I think he's added a lot. I think he adds good depth, and I think that he's been he's not put a foot wrong, has he? Like I don't look at any performance he's had and think that wasn't great. I think when we played West Ham, he was probably the standout player in that defeat. He was probably the best player on the field for us, really, in that game. Um, and I thought he was he, he impressed me, even though we lost three 0 I thought he was the standout performer in that performance. So I like Kivior. Um, and I think he deserves more time. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, guys, for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you, as it always is. Um, I'll be back tomorrow morning to review and respond and react to today's game against Brentford. We'll, of course, have more to learn from all the other Premier League games that take place. So do make sure you tune in to that. Uh, if you're unable to watch today's game, for whatever reason, I'll be running the live blog over at football.london from the GTEC Community Stadium later this afternoon and hopefully getting to hear from some of the players as well after the fixture also that you'll be able to read and hear what they've got to say tomorrow as well. Have a fantastic Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. If you're not working today, enjoy your day off. If you are working, don't worry. You'll get through very quickly and you'll be able to watch the game soon, I'm sure. Stay safe, stay well. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.